0: Hello, and welcome to the Renick Centre podcast. This week, we speak to Holly Feller, who shares more information about Usher Kids Australia and their upcoming conference. We hope you enjoy.
1: Hello and welcome to the Rennick Centre podcast. My name is Trudy Smith and I am the manager of continuing professional education at the RIDBC Rennick Centre. We've got a second part. We had the lovely Emily Shepherd with us telling us all about Usher Syndrome and Usher Kids. And today we're going to find out a little bit more about the organisation and some of their future plans. And I've got Holly with me today. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please, Holly?
0: Thank you for having me, Trudy. Um, I'm Holly Feller. I am uh, the other co founder of Usher Kids Australia. And I also have a son with Usher Syndrome, Harry, who is eight years old. I have two other children as well, older girls who don't have Usher Syndrome. Uh, but I set up Usher Kids Australia with Emily um, back in 2014, um, very soon after we had the diagnosis for Harry after a very difficult. Um, journey into getting that diagnosis. So um, I was very lucky to have Emily um, um, around to support me through that and then we felt that we could do more for other families um, to make sure that their journey was um, much more straightforward and supported than the one that we had gone through together. So we like to think that we have, as an organisation, the ability to make more of a significant impact in uniting the Australian um, Usher Syndrome community um, so that these newly diagnosed families never feel that isolation um, and helplessness that we felt um, back with our boys. Thank you.
1: And we were so amazed to hear that there were just no services that were around when you both received the diagnosis.
0: No, and we also... um, we were told by many clinicians that we were crazy in thinking that that was going to be the outcome um, and had to push quite hard to get um, genetic confirmation. Of course, now um, things have moved and progressed significantly and, um, and it's a much easier place to um, get that diagnosis and that diagnosis is coming a lot earlier for children and with a, the um, ability for families to support them as well. Brilliant, and and I guess one
1: of the ways that you would share information is through a conference, and I
0: understand that you've got one coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we um, we've been running conferences every two years since since we started. So um, we and um, traditionally we have been holding them um, in Melbourne, in Victoria, because that's where we're both located, and. Um, that made it easy for us but we um, have been listening to our our families and the different services around Australia and this year we will be um, presenting our conference in Sydney on September the 4th. Um, We um, traditionally have it in September because the um, third week of um, September is International Usher Syndrome Awareness Day Um, and uh, we like to tie it in with that but we will also Um, be tying it in with um, another organisation's family day in Sydney so that our families can benefit from from both of those events so it's slightly earlier than we would normally have it a week earlier but um, it's still close enough. I'm sure that like with all families
1: when they've got a child with learning difficulties or specific diverse learning needs that that parent-to-parent contact is really integral to maintaining your own sense of self
0: and as a family? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we um, definitely have, um, our conferences definitely are a chance for parents to meet other parents who are in a similar position to them or have been in um, if they've got slightly older children. Um, But we also um, have prided ourselves on the fact that um, our community isn't just families. It's also... um, Consists of um, allied health professionals, researchers, audiologists, early intervention teams, teachers, clinicians, specialist educators um, for the hearing impaired and vision impaired, for the support services, some psychologists, geneticists, and genetic counselors. So all those time, all those people have um, been coming to our um, conferences over the years, and we've built built a really amazing community. Um, um, and attracting them into the conference as well and that's fantastic do you have a theme this year what, what's significant for you at we the do our theme is actually transition um, we felt it was really relevant um, as our personal personally our children are getting older and transitioning through um their journey and through schooling and we are also getting a lot of younger children coming into our community with this earlier diagnosis. And they, the parents will be transitioning um, into early intervention. So we cover all spectrums of, of transition really, because we look after children from from birth until to 21 years old. So transition is our theme and um, we hope that we're putting together an exceptional program um, that will attract a range of delegates from across Australia. So um, not just the families, but those other um,
1: very important
0: people that I mentioned before.
1: Sure. Are you partnering with other organisations for this
0: conference? Uh, We're not. Um, we we're, we're not partnering with them, but as I mentioned before, we um, have aligned the date to to be um, very close to the Save the Sight Institute's Family Day. So Save the Sight Institute looks after um, families of children with with vision impairment, and they do a Family Day once a year. Um, and some of the um, People who will be talking at their conference do cross over um, and can be really um, informative conversations for our families as well. So we'll be having our um, conference the day before there so that if families are coming to Sydney, they are then able to attend both conferences. Um, We hope that this will be the beginning of of a partnership with this organisation and we can do more things in the future together. Yeah, that sounds great. So, obviously, at a conference, that's a good chance for
1: research to be shared or when people are preparing papers, they're really starting to gather their thoughts and research. Is there research around at the moment or research projects that you're aware of that you're particularly enthusiastic about or that you want to share with us today?
0: Yeah, I I also... I'm A co-founder of a research organized an organisation that supports research into Usher, Usher syndrome and and inherited blindness. Um, so really, research is my my passion. Um, we there is some amazing um, and fast progressing research happening globally in in the. Um, inherited blindness space Um, and we are not behind the eight ball in Australia on that. Um, We do have some significant research happening here in Australia Um, and we have uh, different researchers in different states. We have um, um, researchers working in Tasmania and clinicians through the Menzies Institute for Medical Research and they um, started on gene discovery and stem cell technology, um, but now they're focusing on gene editing. So we have a team down there led by Professor Alex Hewitt and Professor um, Elise Peabay as part of that as well. Um, And uh, it's really hard for us to share um, the detail of the research that they're doing until they publish papers. But um, really what I can tell you is there's kind of two kinds of stem cells um, research. that that they're working on um the use of stem cells which are obtained from skin samples um is the main research area that um is being looked at for retinitis pigmentosa which is the eye disease linked to um, usher syndrome so they take skin samples from the individuals with the eye problems they then um Take them, put them in a dish in a laboratory, and um, turn them into stem cells that can be reprogrammed to actually become retinal tissue, which is the rods and the cones in your eyes. And then they can um, examine um, how the damage is um, occurring within those cells, or the de- those disease cells from that particular person. Um, and that really allows those researchers to study the cells in the back of your eye without actually needing to take a sample of your eye, which um, is the way research is moving. Uh, gene research is moving um, all around the world. Um, so that is really really exciting um, that they are able to do that. And then um, they will then um, work out whether they can edit the mistake or the disease in the gene um, and give it create a good copy and, and then put it back into, into the patient's eyes or whether they can, um, in some instances with some of the mutations, they are looking at whether they can um, um, overread the, the mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, there are um, some other variations on that thing that they're working on as well. So in WA, we also have a massive team working um, on inherited eye diseases. And um, that is um, based at the Lion's Eye Institute. And we have the Australian Inherited Retinal Disease Registry and DNA Bank. over there, and that they um, are working on a have been working in two thousand and nineteen on a project just on Usher syndrome, and we're collecting as much DNA data as they could patients around Australia um, to build a um, history, which is really important when we get to clinical trial stage.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: we also have a team um, linked to the Children's Medical Research Institute in Sydney. Um, they have a team of researchers um, at the stem cell medicine group and they are working on stem cells and regenerative um, medicine so um, again using those pluripotent stem cells I talked about from your skin and um, creating laboratory models um, of the ear and of the eye to understand what is happening Um, so we are very very proud of our um, researchers in Australia and we know that they're working very, very hard to try and um, find um, the best way to change the outcome for our kids mm-hmm. through gene editing. Um, and uh, it takes a lot of money and, and support to keep these researchers going. So anything that people can do to support them, we obviously um, would love any help we, that they can get. Um, if, if people want more information on the global research, the um, Usher Coalition website. In the U- the Usher Coalition is a US um, entity, and they have a dedicated page listing all the global research and all the clinical trials that are going on. So we, we aren't replicating that information in our own website. We're just the people to and it. We
1: will put a link to that in the show notes so that people can access that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and all I'd just to say to the the families um, or people with Usher syndrome themselves, um, wanting to know more about the research, is it's really important for them to stay up to date with their eye checks and be in contact with their local eye research organisations, because um, it will really probably won't be um, decades before we're looking at clinical trials, and it's really important that we have a. a very strong list and database of um, possible candidates around Australia so um, when the time comes it's not difficult trying to find the right people. That's perfect. Well, that
1: is the perfect note to go out on and we will put of course Usher Kids links on in our show notes as well so that people can get in touch. All the best with the conference. We hope that you'll come back after the conference and let us know how everything went and what the new findings were, did the families all go to the, the day, but for now. Thank you so much, Holly, for your time.
0: That's great. I'd just like to say if anyone is interested in um, in um, having an abstract submitted for our conference um, or wanted to be a sponsor, we'll also have the links to that. So thank you very much for having us on. Um, really appreciate you uh, taking the time for us.
1: It's a pleasure. Thank
0: you. Thank you to Holly for speaking with us today. We have included all relevant links and websites in the podcast description. If you have any questions regarding the topics raised in this podcast, be sure to reach out via our Facebook page.